Hello, and we're Hello. live. Welcome to the uh, YBNB show. Uh, as you know, those of you who follow us, we uh, come on live three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, Mondays, we cover body and, and how to transform the body. Uh, Wednesday, we talk about upgrading mindset. And Friday, we talk about business and various aspects of business. And the reason that I connected those three things, you know, a couple of years ago when I created YBNB, uh, the program YBNB was because uh, I'm a firm believer that if you can get physically strong, uh, in turn that helps you to become mentally strong and then uh, you can go on to achieve anything. And in my particular case, that is a uh, business focus and, uh, and it could be anything. It could be, you know, uh, any sort of project that you want to achieve. I believe you have to have those two fundamentals in place first. Um, I'm absolutely delighted today that I have a, a lovely uh, guest here called uh, Rosalind Wilson and Ros is going to, uh, she can, introduce herself much better than I can but I'll give my perspective first of all but hi Roz Lovely hello to you. Good to be thank, you so much. thank you for joining us um, so uh, for those of you uh, who don't know Roz and you can look her up on Instagram and you will see uh, her wonderful work she's an interior designer um, I met Roz in 2013 and uh, you know you would see you would say again that probably construction interior design is is quite a flooded market and uh, particularly the high end but Roz has really carved out a niche for herself um, she's been uh, extremely uh, um, effective and successful but of course uh, she's had to be like any successful business person very resilient as well um, not just during the pandemic but obviously since 2013 and prior to that as well um, so um, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about resilience in uh, business. And um, I wanted to choose somebody like Roz, whose business is uh, pretty much reliant on hands-on, one would think. You know, how do you do interior mm. design and, you know, uh, remotely? So, um, yeah, so lovely to have you on. Thanks, Roz. And, and maybe if you could just give me a quick bit of background about what you actually do you know, for our readers. And as I say, they can go on Ros Wilson Design uh, on Instagram and look at you while you are talking. Um, no what do you actually do? And then we'll move on to how it's sort of become different during the pandemic. Absolutely. Well, first of all, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. It's really good to be chatting to you. I've seen a couple of the other episodes and they're great. Um, yes, so we are interior architects and interior designers. Um, it's a great industry to be in. It's a real passion I have for so many reasons. Perhaps we can double in a bit of that if it picks up on the resilience factor, which we'll be talking about today. But our core focus is top in residential. And by no particular targeted strategy, we've ended up having a lot of clients from overseas or international, where we um, design their houses that are in London. So again, that's it, it's that will also, I suppose, tap into today's topic with regard to resilience, uh, talking about the UK market, mm -hmm. talking across Brexit, this pandemic, and how that has been impacted with regards to a local market and an international market and and that sort of broad topic but um it's it's a it's as i say it's a great industry and designing people's houses i believe is sanctuary and if we all know right now our homes become our sanctuary or have become our sanctuaries space we, we find ourselves many hours a day in so it's good that we find ourselves balanced relaxed at ease and again a place to not only um find that sense of calm, but also drive inspiration, motivation. 
So let's chat about how that has happened over the last year, two years almost. Well, I think just listening to you straight away, I mean, you're all about the positive. You know, you're talking about the positive aspects of having to be at home and the positive aspects about the home being the sanctuary. I know that mm. is one of your key sort of USPs to create a sanctuary, not just a, a home, not just how it looks, but how it feels as well. Um, but uh, you, you definitely see the positive in everything. And obviously this pandemic came along, none of us expected it. Um, and, you know, it created fear amongst uh, a lot of people. So how did it change your business? And, and also what were your feelings through it? Gosh, okay, so um, you're right, it happened so quickly, but I am totally a glass half full person. Um, always looking on the bright side. I went into this going silver linings all the way and every single day, every single week, reflect on what those silver linings are or were for that week. Um, you know, we all have a certain propensity for change and you think you might be hell-bent on being a person who's dynamic, versatile, can adapt to change, but when something like this that's so unforeseen happens, you really get to the nitty-gritty of yourself yeah. and you it's, it's like a mirror held up to yourself. You, you realize, oh, maybe I'm not so good with change. Um, so I have, we as business owners have to be. However, when this pandemic came along, I found myself going through a diversity of emotions. We were actually at a client's property in Suffolk and um, the transition happened so quickly. We came back and without having much uh, planning time, we went straight into lockdown. So one of my team went straight home that day um, or from that Friday and the rest of us followed with regards to the Monday. And it was interesting in the sense that eventually, at, at first I, I held up a bit of a barrier going, is this even happening? And my anxiety levels were incredibly high because I thought, are we doing this right? Have we prepared? Are we prepared? Can we do this? What is going to change? Yeah, I think I just interrupt there because you've said a really important thing there that your anxiety levels are high because I think so mm -hmm. often people look at six people that are successful in business and they think, oh, yeah, you know, well, it's OK for them because, you know, they're just a strong person and they can just get on mm -hmm. with it. But the fact of the matter is, you know, every single human being feels this fear and this uncertainty yeah. and this anxiety. I think the, the difference in people that push through is that they don't let that stop them they sort of correct here and they should do it anyway so but carry yeah. on yeah no it's absolutely huge I mean it's 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 only when you're facing this kind of situation of the unforeseen the unknowns that you you really are uh, you need to deal with um, what's in front of you uh, positively and just go we have to as a team we have to get through this now in our industry we are dealing with unforeseen all the time in purely by the nature of construction and design, there are so many variables that come into one project. We're often having to troubleshoot, adapt, change. So in a way, I guess we were kind of already set up for something that's um, challenging and a bit unknown to us. Um, but the idea is that you go in and you tackle it day by day and you say, okay, I don't know what tomorrow brings. We, weren't un we were uncertain, will our industry be closing? How will it change? Will our suppliers stop? Um, supplying the products and, and the things that we need. Um, so what will we do? In, in which case, first of all, I think it's important to find a sense of, because um, we all kind of find ourselves in a sense of isolation. So to break that as the immediate, make sure that you're communicating with your team. So every day, and I think a lot of people did this, Zoom became, a, became brilliant um, and all the other platforms in terms of communicating visually. Um, I, think so, the, I think the nature of the communication is key as well, though, looking back, because 
um, you know, everybody embraced Zoom as you as you said, and uh, but then it's about what gets said and what gets done on Zoom because um, I've really noticed as well during all my conversations, um, you know, and I've embraced Zoom. I, I actually love love this this medium. Um, I find it. Uh, easy to communicate you know I don't find it mm. at all and I think it's really great because you can see so many people you can see them at a drop of a hat I much prefer it to phone calls I actually prefer it to face-to-face -face meetings very often because you can just get straight into it um but one of the things that I noticed is again you said you're a glass half full person mm. where um you know you might go on some and everybody wants to talk about how awful it all is yeah uh, and then you have other conversations where um everyone's okay what can we do oh so we could do this and we could do that and how do we so you are definitely in that category of right you know I feel anxious we've got to find this new technology but how do we move forward why are you like that where did that come from because you know my belief is yeah you know physicality mindset leads to um, yeah. that but why do you think you're like that Gosh, you know, we've had so many, you and I have quite a lot of conversations about this and we find it very interesting because we both have this interest. What makes you a doer? What makes you a person that just gonna, is going to accept something and just go on and get it done? Yeah. I think that's got to stem back from our upbringing, um, how we are as people, the environment we grew up in. The, I mean, you can hear I'm South African, I'm obviously not British. Um, so I, I grew up in an environment that was rather challenging in the sense of um, unemployment rates. Um, but there's a number of other factors. Your, you know, your childhood factors also come into this to make you stand out. And I come from a family of three, come from quite a, how can I say, um, an unstable background. And within that nature, somebody has to rise up. There's usually one of the siblings, unless you're an only child, that has to rise up above. And for some reason, it has no bearing on the fact that perhaps I'm the youngest child, but um, that's what I did in terms of took that responsibility on and thought, I'm going to make a change here. I'm going to make a difference. So you you kind of develop this attitude of whatever is visibly a variable that's a stumbling block within the environment that you're in, you will change that. And so that kind of attitude was became inherent in me. So school was a case of perhaps over-excelling. How this plays out in, in your future life and other aspects, yeah, that, that's one thing. To, that's another aspect or avenue to talk about. But what it meant is that it was very important to me to do well at school, to achieve, so that in future I could go to university, I could get a degree. These are these are not things that were prevalent in my family. And, and it's, it's interesting, you know, you've told me a few of these stories and I, I want to um, pick, pick up on a couple in a moment. Yeah. But before we do do that, anyone who's listening here now, um, what we're not saying is that in order to sort of be really super resilient now, you had to have had adversity in the past because what you actually said was very interesting that, um, you know, whenever you get adversity, it is an opportunity to, to rise up, as you put mm. it, and to make a change and to be a leader. And even if people had the most wonderful background, if they had, you know, the best education, if they had all the money that, you know, they could possibly want, even then, it doesn't mean to say that um, now they've got this adversity for the first time, that they can't now be the leader and step up. So uh, I think, you know, what we're, what we're pulling on here is, is um, one of the factors of Roz's background for being so resilient is what happened to her in the back. But, you know, you don't, that, that doesn't mean to need to be the case. I think um, everyone has an opportunity. You took that opportunity very mindfully to step up, didn't you? I know with your, when you're, you're, you were a young child, um, but you yeah. also, um, you 
did you know lots of things around manifestation etc which i would love to hear because people could do that right now they could learn from you right now and do some of that stuff oh my god so first yeah i must say yes i agree regardless of your background there is achievement and leadership within each one of us i think we all need to somehow find within us the ability that you can have to be whatever you want with the correct mindset yes. nothing is unachievable and there's always a solution to every problem there's always the ability to get whatever you want now i always say i say to my nephews um, i say to people around me i've got loads of post-it notes on fridges and things that i manifest around me i'm always manifesting things you need to put mental markers ahead of you. You cannot achieve anything without knowing where you're going. What sort of goal does that allow you to, or what sort of goals do you have? If you allow life to happen to you, you wake up every day and you kind of go, well, um, I'm just going to wing this and go with it. And if you, and that doesn't really lead you to what, you're going to be a symptom of what that day is. And there are going to be variables that control you, not you controlling the variables. And I believe that. You have to drive to to the goal that where you want to get to. So, for example, we uh, starting. There's so many of them. When I started the business, um, I sat at my dining room table and I had a book and I thought, well, okay, right, hell, we need to get a job and it needs to be within six. Well, I need to get a job. I need money. There's a mortgage. There are things to pay. Um, six weeks. So I took my diary and I wrote six weeks to the day. I wrote job, <laughs> first job. Um, and I remember that day so well because a, I, had, I had marked it out in the diary and I was leaving my apartment. It was around about 4 p.m. And as I put my hand on the latch on the door, the phone rang and I looked at the phone. I was like, oh, I'm going to be late because I was meeting a friend. And I thought, no, no, get the phone calls, you know. So I went and got the phone call and it was a client saying, um, we're going to give you the job. You've been awarded the job six weeks to the day. So. I mean, I can go on about lists and lists of these, these manifestations that happen. In my career, um, I've done it with every job. When I came to the UK, I did that with the first company I worked with, or the company that set me off my way to be an interior designer. Um, I got experience coming here. I said to myself, within a year to this day, I'll apply for a job there, and I will get that job. There was no spec at the time, but two months before the deadline date, I submitted my CV, and they came back and requested an interview um, long story short, a year to well, it's not year to the day, but year to the month I'd set, I got the job at the company. So you have got to be the one that navigates your path forward. This is uh, in your personal life, in your professional life. I think it's incredibly important. Um, the power within is very strong. So I would say to everybody, believe that. I really um, do believe that myself as well. Mm -hmm. It's um, and and there's two parts to it, isn't there? Because uh, you know, you've described the whole process of manifestation for yourself. And I know that you're, uh, you know, an avid sort of goal setter. You write things down. Um, mm -hmm. There's sayings around that, what you write, you invite, what you post. Posted notes on the fridge, people. Yeah, where, focus, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, where, fo where focus goes, en where energy goes, focus, no, where focus goes, energy flows. There's lots of sayings around it. Um, so that's the first thing is setting an intention is setting, setting an intention, yeah. and we will bring it sort of forward to current um, you know pandemic situation in a minute but just mm. to sort of use your examples there that's the first thing but the second thing is you do have to take action as well because mm. um, I speak to so many people uh, who uh, you know as part of the, the YBMB program I speak to lots of people considering coming on the program and who, who already, already are on it um, and you know they get as far as setting a goal but then when you talk to them about have they broken it down, what action are they going to take, uh, then they're not that clear. And uh, actually taking the action 
is another thing. It's not just a question of writing it, putting it away and forgetting about it. The, but the more you actually write things down, the more it crystallizes your thoughts and the more you get on with it and you, and you deliver it. Um, before we do come on to go on, what were you going to say? I just wanted to say that that's absolutely right. I think the idea to um, continue to read it, write it down is to reassure yourself because a lot of people don't believe that they can achieve what that goal is. Yeah. And so repetition, as we know, is a good way to install within your subconscious mind that, that this is going to happen. So that's what the rep repetition is for. It's almost to uh, convince yourself that you are capable of doing that. And what, what happens then is you can set yourself a path to being able to achieve that. And hard work is always rewarded. You can't set the intention, kick back at your coffee or on your, you know, on your sofa and sit back and go, well, this is just going to land in my plate. Um, you've got to have a strategy to drive yourself towards that goal. Yeah, and this is not um, necessarily audacious, massive goals that, you know, we often get advised to sort of set. It can be literally as in this current situation to survive one way or another you know, if you're in a current business, what are you going to do? And, um, you know, whether that business is going to survive, whether it's going to completely change, whatever's going to happen to that business is all down to sort of the act. You know, there's a lot that goes on that you can't control, but what you can control is your own hard work and just putting one foot in front of the other and just doing things consistently. So if, um, you know, then I'm sure you've had days like it. I know I certainly have. Um, probably people that are watching where you know they feel really fearful they think oh mm, you know yeah, I'm not quite sure yeah. what to do in this situation all my clients have dried up or I can't get out and actually do that job at the minute or you know uh, now there's been another lockdown you know mm. so people really feel that fear um, how do you sort of push through that fear? It's a very good question because we're in lockdown on Earth 3 obviously we all know um, and this time around I think a lot of people are finding a lot harder because we all went into lock one thinking we're going to kick this. You know, if we were doing exercise, we were dieting, we were taking on knitting, sewing, learning a language. There isn't anything we weren't taking on. <laughs> but the novelty's worn off there a little bit. The honeymoon phase is over. So um, now it's a little bit different. And you're so right. There are days where the anxiety football in your stomach can rear its ugly head. But um, we spoke about this as well. And I think on some of the path, we are mind-body aligned, uh, both you and I, in terms of you can't be kicking it off um, and killing yourself 20 hours a day at the office and not putting any sort of care and nurturing into your mind and body. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, really important. Um, I never before this, uh, of the last couple of years, I would say, um, had saw the value in meditation. And um, I started it in a kind of a sense of, well, I think this is really okay for me. Maybe I should do a bit of meditation. And without realizing it and with thinking I wasn't able to do it correctly, things just started, started to calm down. I started to feel the anxiety release itself from me in terms of, are we going to manage this? Are we going to get through? And it just instills within you a sense of things are going to be okay. So you should really try and find quiet, quiet within this crate. I mean, we are in our homes. It is quite quiet. We're not socializing as much, mm. but there's value in that together with trying to go outside, go for a walk. Um, finding balance is really important. And test yourself. Like if you can't sit in a room by yourself that's quiet and just let your thoughts calm, then you know that there's a bit of, um, out of being out of sync. And so try, even if it's five or 10 minutes a day, just give it a go, give it a goal, make it a goal and see what happens over one week or 10 days because you will see there's a change that happens. And that really helps. It's, 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 I'm really glad you brought that up because it's a, a big 
part of the YBNB program as well. We actually, yeah. we sort of teach people to train physically and they think it's all about fitness and we teach them how to, uh, I teach them how to bodybuild from scratch. And Brilliant. They, yeah. um, they know how to do that. And they're all excited about it to start off with. And then obviously what kicks in is the consistency part of it. You know, why can't I sort of mm. stick to this? Um, but that's when we bring in the mindset and one whole week is dedicated to meditation. And I actually uh, believe it's almost like a shower for the mind. Um, and uh, the one thing, and none of us really know what it works, how it works. And none of us also can really say there is a right way to do meditation, mm. except for, as you said, quiet time. And almost like when you very first start meditating, I know for me, uh, I, I like using soundscapes, beach sounds and things like that. And sometimes your mind is really overactive and it's sort of saying, how much longer and, you know, how much longer are we gonna be doing this? And can we get going? And I, I like to say to my mind, no, we're doing this. You know, we're just doing this, so just be quiet. You know, yeah. you say we're, we're doing I've it. got control, you're not you. Yeah, and, and I, I, feel like, and I feel like it's a shower for the mind. We wouldn't yeah. think of not showering on the outside, um, but yet, you know, we neglect our mind. And um, But when you do it consistently, you really, really feel a change. And it can be, the we don't know why, we don't need to know why, but it's, it, and I know that you're a really keen um, advocate of that. You also mm -hmm. mentioned uh, something about uh, controlling media and everything as well, didn't you? And and the sort of inputs that you take. Yeah, I do. I do think so. So um, I think quite a lot of people have gone this angle this uh, this time. It's just stay under the radar with regards to what you're absorbing. Um, I think it's very important to understand. You know, in in the interior design industry, we have the the credible body SBID, which is the Society of British Interior Design. Mm -hmm. And they've been brilliant this entire process to give us the summary of what the new lockdown rules are and guidelines are. So, you know, once a week or every few days, just read what that is and then steer clear of everything that's going to instill with you anxiety because you've got to control um, information that's coming in and how you process it yourself. Again, if you know yourself and if you are triggered by that kind of thing, just yeah. step away from it for a little bit because you obviously people are going to you're going to find that if you're in another lockdown I mean I found by default by my my team telling me we're in another lockdown <laughs> I had no idea <laughs> yeah. because that's what the the guidelines I put around myself just to keep myself away from that and focus on how we navigate through this one in a productive manner yeah. um, and taking again looking at the silver linings and how we're going to tackle day by day and what we've learned from lockdown one in terms of the way our business changed our business model changed and what do we now take out of last year, 2020, and put it into this year to be even better, be more productive, be get through this in the best possible way? Well, so many people are saying that now, that their business is better than ever. They are now you know, following their passion. They're doing things that they love, that they weren't before. They've managed to jump off the treadmill. And um, But before we leave the media point, um, I think you know what you're saying is, and I'm a big advocate of this. In fact, uh, you know, I've massively reduced the amount of accounts that I follow on social media. Yeah, really mm. massively reduced it to obviously close friends and, and people, you know, my immediate circle, but um, otherwise uh, uh, there's so many influencers and, and yes, it's interesting what they have to say, but when you're bombarded with, oh my God, isn't it awful? You yeah. know, about this, what about that? It's much better. So I now no longer follow, you know, Sky and BBC and uh, Fox, CNBC and all of those because you know, you can go go to the the .gov website and find out what you need to know. And the rest of it is really the media needing to feed the frenzy. Otherwise, their revenue stop. And we have to understand that they are a business as well. Um, 
In terms of uh, your um, the things you've changed in your business and why you think it could be an even better year in 2021, what sorts of things do you see that businesses, either yours or others, businesses are changing that are making it sort of better? Okay, so we obviously have to admit one thing. 2020 made us face um, our businesses in terms of, it forced on us a business audit in terms of, if we didn't use 2020 to look at our businesses and what was working, what was not working, then we've wasted that opportunity. So um, we really have to grab opportunities as they present, right? So there are some obvious things that would step forward. We were um, renting an 1,100 square foot space in Queen's Park, of which we were not over two floors, mm -hmm. of which for the last four years we have not been using the bottom floor. So again, yeah, and, and luckily our lease was ending in, in December 2020. So what a great opportunity to find a space that's more usable for us and instead of wasting resource, right? Um, the second thing is we just, we just then did an audit on the business, every aspect. Um, with the team working remotely, what was amazing is that they now work super efficiently. I mean, do I even have to be here? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> isn't that a wake-up call yeah. so it's you you really get to streamline the business um the kind of the your job description you know yeah. by the way I apologize for my dog who's kicking off snoring in the background oh. here. He's <laughs> a bit of sleep. Um, I realized that you know the team have set up their day-to-day uh, -day, uh, deliverables and their weekly de deliverables really well and um, the, what we had to change is the way that we communicate um, because in the, in the office there's a process of osmosis where you don't really have to have a meeting, um, information is spread. Now that's what we had to work on because that changed. But between them, I think when you give people responsibility and accountability and they just aren't in the face of perhaps their boss, they get the opportunity to show what they really are worth. Yeah. And that shone through last year brilliantly. Um, so yeah, I'm delighted. That's, that's a really great point. You know, I think that uh, people are really showing their true colours. You yeah. know, people are stepping up in a big way. Um, and equally, people that are lacking in resilience. And I hope if any, you know, people feel they're lacking in resilience, this is helpful what we're saying here now, because, mm -hmm. you know, I think we've got to be quite blunt. You know, this is not a time to give up and feel sorry for ourselves and say, oh my goodness, this didn't work. No because, chance. You know, what's going on out there, you cannot do anything about it. And um, you have to mm. make difficult decisions. Uh, there's been lots of redundancies. There's been offices closed. People had to get new jobs, you know, and um, you hear so much sort of bleating about it online, mm. um, you know, alongside those that are just getting on with it. And, um, you know, no one was given anything on a plate. Nobody had, or very few people, have been given a solution through this pandemic. Everybody has been picked up from one world and just plonked in another. And yeah, people are stepping up, I think, and showing their their, their uh, true colors in terms of their inner strength. I mean, you're a, a, a beautiful, so diminutive little person. Um, <laughs> absolute but the fighting spirit in me, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah, but a, a complete powerhouse in, in terms of the way that you've driven your business forward. And um, n never have I heard anything from you about you know, difficult, how things are difficult, or if they are, you always back it up with, you know, what you're actually going to you know, do about it. It's a great lesson. There are some super, uh, okay, firstly, I think you and I agree this, it's always really good to have a, um, um, a business model, a mentor, a business mentor, <clears throat> sorry, or a life mentor with around you. I think you need to bounce things off somebody who you see as bolder, brighter, more experienced. You choose which avenue you want to go in terms of life, because we're all learning, we're all, we're all kind of winging it as we go. Um, 
But with the right attitude, we can really get to where we want to be. And I think that's the same with regards to people. Um, you know, I, I think we need to learn that everybody's doing the best they can. And I think you want to, through this pandemic, you want to be able to find, like my team have now shone in certain regards, now endorse that, build that up, um, be, they, be a mentor for them to be able to allow this to be a better formed business and we can now take that onto the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what I was going to say as a second point, but maybe if you uh, come back in and it will come back because there was something yeah. quite interesting I wanted to pick up on there. But anyway. Okay, we'll get, we'll get to that, I'm <laughs> sure. Because, well, I was going to sort of round it up with some, t- some top tips for resilience, really. And we've covered quite a lot of things. We've covered, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, the, the things that you, that you do physically and mentally. Uh, in fact, we didn't actually cover your physical uh, training regime. And um, I know you know. Um, I do believe. I mean, our physical training regime is, is really important because we all work so hard. But I've got a little routine at the moment where I, I get up early in the morning. I have some tea. Um, I think the mornings are fantastic in terms of. Um, oh, yes, I think this, I'll, I'll incorporate this into what my previous thoughts in terms of business models and life models. There are a number of people you can derive inspiration from. And I think we all know a lot of the same names. Uh, so people like Wayne Dyer and, and Joe Dispenser. And I wrote down something the other day, which I thought was brilliant. And it was, what is the, the greatest expression of yourself that you would like to present to the world today? Wake up with that kind of thought. Awesome. Let me think about that. Give a little bit of gratitude for the things that you have around you. Because in a time of like this, we've got to be grateful for the things around us. Um, and what we have and what we take for granted. Um, I'll do my morning meditation. Um, I'll have some breakfast, get ready for work. I usually start work half half eight, nine. And in the evenings, um, I like to do a bit of yoga. Um, Adrian, yoga, yoga for weight loss people, but it's just yoga because I found that doing online yoga classes, um, I actually start to get a little bit frustrated because I want to, the energy and the vibe, I want to just do it on the television. I also go for runs. Um, I think running outside is is great. I like running the rain, to be honest, because there's something about that. Um, but whatever happens, yoga um, and running are the two things. Meditation daily and just repeating in your mind that kind of thing. How am I approaching each circumstance um, with joy, happiness and inspiration? So throw in some positivity into your day and you'll find that that steers you in good stead for those mental markers we discussed um, that you need to put in place for yourself. Well, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that I learned some time ago was that uh, being successful in whatever field you choose, um, mm-hmm. 80% mindset and 20% strategies. Um, and, um, and the mindset piece is not just about suddenly waking up one day and saying, I'm going to be positive today. It is, it takes some work and, I, you know, and the steps are the things that we've sort of mentioned for me. Uh, the steps are get physically strong first of all so that you actually have the energy to notice what your mind is doing all that negative self-talk so getting physically strong is the first thing and secondly getting mentally strong through using um, similar sort of routine and regime of exercise if it happens to be mind so um, when people sort of say well you know I'm just not that positive or I can't I'm not that strong mentally and things like that well you can actually build to that by just forgetting about the end result and where you want to get to but just saying okay I'm going to put a routine in place which incorporates some of the things that these people are telling me to do these mentors are telling me to do and what they're telling me to do is some sort of physical routine you know drinking some water sleeping properly doing some meditation 
going yeah. walking or running um, and then planning their day. So um, I think uh, if people want to be resilient, let's you know, do that and you're a great example of doing that. And then the other thing, as you've just described, is um, really properly auditing your business. And if you're not, if you don't have a business, if you've got a job, auditing that. If you have yeah. lost your job, you know, auditing your skill set and um, and seeing what else. Someone wanted to uh, was talking to me this morning about project manager jobs. Yeah. Um, I put project management and the particular industry that they're in into LinkedIn. In London, there were sixteen and a half thousand available jobs, and they've been posted wow. the last. Wow posted in the last month as well. Um, so these opportunities are there, you know, so um, it's just a belief, the sun always rises every morning, you know, well, no matter what we do, it's gonna come Every day is a new day. Every day is a new day. So any other things that you wanna add for us, Ros? I mean, there's so many, we could go on, but I'll, 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 I'll a, few, a few kind of nuggets maybe. Um, don't be so hard on yourself, seriously. You learn actually, by hook or by crook, you get dragged along the process. As you get older, you learn that. Yeah. But seriously, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, really start to look in the mirror and see your potential because we all start at the same place and we all have the same amount of potential. And yeah. uh, it starts by changing one small thing every day and know that nothing was achieved without some kind of sacrifice and challenge. It is not, it's, and it sometimes gets a little bit harder before it gets easier. But if you can really get through that sense of feeling you can get through a challenge, you can get through anything yeah. and expect that the rewards are so much greater when you've actually put in effort and work to get there. And it does change. Everything changes for the better. As long as you just, but a self-acceptance and self-love can go a long way if you just keep repeating it to yourself. Um, yeah, the, I think the big aim is to, if you feel anxious and fearful, again, those states are very temporary and you can change them through um as I say, one thing at a time, being positive, one little step per day. Um, don't neglect yourself with the exercise. Um, and from that core of your own self-love, you can achieve anything with regards to your business and set those goals and things will start to change. Yeah, definitely. And isn't it interesting that we have not spent any time in this talk talking mm -hmm. about innovation, USPs, marketing, sales, finance. No. You know, because all <laughs> that's not what it's about, it's all within. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a lovely way to, to round it up. So, uh, Roz, thank you so much for being a really brilliant guest and sort of just epitomizing uh, resilience in business. And uh, yeah, you, you are a creator of beautiful things and beautiful spaces. So thank those you. of you who are interested in uh, having a look at Roz's work, please follow her on Instagram. We'll put it in the notes. And those of you who want to pursue some of the things and learn some of the things that we've just talked about, uh, your body means business program uh, we run season by season and if you want to join uh, there's various different levels if you want to hop on and we can introduce you to some of these concepts and make you more resilient then uh, you'll, you'll see the link in the notes as well so uh, that's all from me but thank you again Roz and I can't wait till we can get together face I can't face. wait until we can finally do that um, it's been a delight to be here and I have to say you actually are the walking talking you put to me off of everything you've described now, you've really gone through and succeeded so well in all of that. Oh, it's been great to speak to you. And um, yes, hopefully see you soon. Yeah, definitely. All right, take care. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Have a great day here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.